0: Good morning and good coffee, everybody. Hey, it's time for some morning coffee with Larry, and I'm glad that you are here joining with me today for a nice hot cup of something good on a cold morning. Mm. Don't tell my wife who's in the other room listening to me, but I have been enjoying stealing a little bit of her Coffee Mate holiday-flavored creamer that she finds all year long. So... (laughs) I've been stealing little bits, and it just makes it taste so good. Anyway, today is Thursday, and it is Thanksgiving, um, 2023. And I imagine that for many of you, you have been working hard with planning and preparations for a Thanksgiving dinner, or you know that you are hosting, and that. Probably many of you are going someplace for a Thanksgiving dinner and preparing the food you want. And, and if you don't happen to be going to a Thanksgiving dinner and because of various circumstances are uh, celebrating this holiday alone, then my thoughts and prayers are with you to have a good, pleasant, meaningful you know, Thanksgiving celebration today is thanksgiving and i guess growing up where i grew up we did a lot of celebrations with it in school and of course having different dinners you know especially whenever families you know get started and they're married and you have to well we got to eat with these folks we'll eat lunch for them then we'll go have (laughs) supper with someone else i never hear about thanksgiving breakfast that often Um, except the day after when you're having, okay, we got all this leftover turkey. What are we going to use? How are we going to use it for breakfast? So, (laughs) but I just want to share, I mean, I guess what I was saying with that was, you know, growing up, Thanksgiving was a wonderful celebration with a lot of positive thoughts, positive memories, and And when you look up and try to find information about Thanksgiving, you will find lots of different people in group trying to tear it down. They're they're going with the, uh, I guess, the, uh, the mantra of, you know, let's bring truth to Thanksgiving. And you know what? There, yes, there were... They weren't the first group in the world to thank God for getting them through tough times. That's a standard practice. and You can pick any religion, but in thinking about the Christian religion, um, that's a standard thing, is give God thanks. Not just when you have great success, but when things have been in a tremendous amount of turmoil. You still thank God because... He's with you during that. He's with you through the turmoil. You know, there's, there's some say that, you know, they were thankful to the, uh, the local Indian tribe that, were, uh, that helped them uh, get through the first year, you know, of raising crops and learning this, this new world that was very greatly different from where they came from. And while I would expect them to show thanks on that personal level and I'm sure they you know that that's what that's what people do but what they were doing with their celebration was most likely thanking God for seeing them through to that point because it wasn't an ocean cruise ship that they took coming across the Atlantic Uh, just a few little tidbits about the pilgrims uh, they were a religiously persecuted group uh, in England there was, had been a lot of religious turmoil uh, originally in, in um, I'm saying originally in, in the time frame of, of that period of England there had been uh, the Roman Catholic Church as the church. And I believe it was King Henry V uh, didn't like uh, he wasn't having good relations with uh, the leadership of the church both in England and uh, coming out of Rome. And so he decided to start his own Protestant religion because there was already the Protestant Reformation that had taken place in Europe and so they, uh, they set up the Church of England with him as the head. You had different groups of Protestants that were not happy with the Anglican style. And many of these decided, rather than to try to reform the Church of England, they decided to leave. And they were known as separatists And the pilgrims were one of the separatist groups. And they left England uh, for Holland, which is, you know, one of the uh, counties, I guess you could say, uh, of of the Netherlands. And they stayed there for many years, a large group. And they had heard the tales of the New World, they had heard about the. uh the Dutch uh, companies, tra- uh, sailing companies, was it Dutch East, East India Company? Anyway, they had uh, settled uh, what we call New York and they called New Amsterdam, the Hudson Valley, River Valley. And so a group of them decided to charter a, a ship and travel to the mouth of the Hudson River and go up into the river and make a new settlement. And so they hopped on a ship, this chartered ship called the Speedwell, in July of 1620. And they, um, they took off, and their goal was to follow the parallels across to um, Hudson Valley. And the ship had to turn around twice because the Speedwell... Was not that speedy and it leaked. And so, after these two attempts, they gave up on the Speedwell and they chartered another ship, uh, the Mayflower. And by then, it was September. And it took them 66 days to cross a very blustery, windy, storm tossed North Atlantic and the, uh, the winds were so driving and the storms so bad, by the time they reached landfall in November, so it was two months, 66 days, they, they made it and they were 220 miles off course. They were nowhere near New Amsterdam in that settlement. They were north uh, by Cape Cod. So they spent time trying to sail the uncharted shoreline and there were a lot of breakers and shoals and there was still bad weather because now it's November in New England. That's not a pleasant time uh, any, any year and they, uh, they decided rather than take the increasing risk of a shipwreck, they sailed back to, uh, to where the uh, Cape Cod area, what we call Cape Cod now, and they anchored. And then on the 21st of December, they started the process of setting up their new colony and started uh, getting stuff off the ship. Well, you know what? You can't just start building houses for those that survived the, the voyage, uh, of which only one was lost on the actual voyage. There's one person washed overboard, uh, but grabbed a rope and was able to be pulled back up, and he survived, and his um, people who can trace his ancestry, you know, their, their ancestry back to him, Uh, It's like 2 million people. Uh, So, I mean, he he survived and he had a big part to play in the the populating of, of America. But they spent the winter on the ship. Now, again, this was not a cruise ship. This was something, this was a little cork of a ship that was just made to endure a voyage across the sea not to be a a permanent place to live. Lots of disease. Little to no medicinal plants or herbs to try to treat it. Eventually spring came. And whatever efforts they were making, going from the ship to the shore and, and doing work and then retreating back to the ship, you know, they continued with that there were there was a local Indian tribe that befriended them. and the way the story goes, there was at least one member of the tribe who had had contact with Europeans enough that learned some English and they uh, they worked with this tribe the tribe helped them set up they had good relations with them and they their crops uh, they were able to Use the seeds that they brought, as well as the the native um, uh, plants and and vegetables and grains, and the game that was plentiful. They made it through that first year, um, but it was only about half their numbers because the winter wintering there was so harsh and when fall came and the harvest was brought in they decided to have a feast and give thanks to god and of course you know the you know we there's all speculation did they really invite the indian tribe you know what they probably did they probably had Developed a growing relationship. And the curiosity of the tribe trying to help these, these poor pitiful people from across the sea. Um, they developed probably a kinship with them. Now, did that kinship last long term? No, but we're not talking about the people that came after the original pilgrims. We're talking about them. And uh, they celebrated the survival and thanked God, even though they had gone through the most turbulent time probably of their lives, losing so many people. So I guess to to me, when I think about Thanksgiving, and yes, I think about pumpkin pie, I think about chicken noodles, I think about ham, I think about turkey, I think about the different things. Were those the things that the people ate there? No, they ate what they had. And they celebrated in the ways and the customs that they had. And that's what we do here. We celebrate, you know, with what we have. We share. It's a common tradition, you know, to, if you're hosting a dinner, to invite people over uh, or to be invited over. But the key thing is to remember That whether this year has been a good year for you, a bad year for you, that God has been with you. God has been with you with the good times. He's been with you through the rough times. Think about the past three years. We've had quite a challenge, not just as a country, but as a world going through a variety of things that we have gone through. And, uh, you know, the, we don't know necessarily exactly what's coming up next. One of my favorite memes that I do on the uh, uh, past couple of years on New Year's Day is here comes, you know, like 2023 or here comes 2022 or here comes 2021 and it's a freight train on fire. I think it's from The Walking Dead, the, the, the clip is. But it's, you know, it feels like we've, you know, it's been a dumpster fire. It feels like it's a, a freight train on fire, you know, coming at you. But you know what? God's with you. God's with you. He's bigger than any disease. He's bigger than any flaming freight train. He can extinguish the fires of a dumpster fire. And the time to grow close to God is not just when there's good times. It's not just when there's bad times. It's every time and every day. Grow closer in relationship. How do you grow closer in relationship? You share the day with him. You don't just think of him, oh, well, it's time to pray. We're having a meal oh, it's at church now, the pastor's going to do the prayers, so that's time. No, I am very confident that the pilgrim group that came over incorporated the, the experience of God into every part of their life. That they incorporated that. How do I know that? I don't know for sure with them, but I know people. I've spent a career thinking about people. And those who have a good relationship with God, they often think about him. And those who have a bad relationship often think about him too with anger. But when we, when we face the different challenges with success or what feels like failure, Give thanksgiving. Give thanks because God is with you. Just like a family. It's just like a family. You may go through rough times together, but you're there together. And give thanks that you have the family that you share the burdens with as you go through it. Well, I've got some things that I need to be doing and you've got things you need to be doing, so I'm going to keep this one relatively short and wish each and every one of you a very happy Thanksgiving today. Take care. God bless.